What is up, guys? You are listening to another episode of the Imperial Broadcast. I'm your host, Shamari Stewart, joined, as always, by my co-host, Kendall Stewart. Kendall, what's going on? What's going on, Shamari? I feel like it's been ages since we did the Imperial Broadcast. Mm -hmm. Um, We've had E3, uh, Mm -hmm. which had plenty of Star Wars nuggets that we'll get to. Um, And as always, there's some sort of drama at Lucasfilm, because it feels like ever since Episode Eight. That's all Lucasfilm has been is been drama, uh, very Warner Brothers esque, very DC esque right now. But uh, we'll get to that. Um, the the future of these Star Wars films or the lack thereof Star Wars films, we'll see. Um, and hopefully by the end we'll be able to talk about uh, Star Wars: The Clone Wars, which we've been hinting, uh, we've been watching. So we'll have a review of season one for you guys. So stay tuned for that at the end. Yeah, stay tuned for that review. Um, spoiler alert, it is better than Rebels. <laughs> uh, yeah, already. Uh, already, unfortunately. And, I mean, it started, season one was better than I remember. Um, uh, it's probably just after watching Rebels. And I don't mean to make this a Rebels bash yeah. fest, but just after watching Rebels and watching Clone Wars, is like, the difference is, like, it's huge. Um, but, yeah, so we'll get, we'll get deeper into that uh, later on in the show, but... <laughs> For now, we're going to go back to what you were talking about before with some of this Lucasfilm drama. So this drama started um, when a report came out saying that... Collider, I believe. Yeah, Collider. It was Steve Weintraub. Yeah, Frosty. Yeah. <laughs> he, uh, he came out and said that um, you know his sources is telling him that this, uh, Lucasfilm was halting any... Uh, the Star Wars spinoff movies, any of the Star Wars, a Star Wars story spinoff movies, they're all going to be on hold yeah. until they find out what's going on, find out what they want to do. They're just halting them for now. Um, so, of course, that set, you know, the Internet yeah. ablaze. They just announced Boba Fett. Like, they announced week. Boba Fett. We're hearing all these whispers about Kenobi. about Kenobi and how they have a director and stuff. And I, I mean, I guess those are the only two in development right now. But we just assumed they were gonna get, we were gonna get one almost every year or every other year we were gonna get a Star Wars story, um, so to halt them all seemed drastic. Yeah, that seems drastic. But uh, so yeah, obviously everyone was concerned about that. I was concerned about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, then Lucasfilm comes out uh, a few days later, either a day later or a few days later, and they say no. Um, we're not, that's an, they say it's an inaccurate, uh, report. <laughs> um, and they say that, no, we're not stopping them. They're, they, they I forget, they, they like kind of dance around the issue. They say that, oh, they're just like rethinking things. Oh yeah. That, that they, yeah. they, they're licking their wounds, uh, according yeah. to Hollywood reporter, but yeah. they're, they're not completely stopping. Yeah. That they're not totally stopping the, uh. Uh, the Star Wars story films. Um, Which sounds more reasonable, that they would take a step back, review their options. Um, we, I mean, we had the report that we talked about on last on our last show about Kathleen Kennedy, um, and we talked about if there is some sort of, if if that report is true, that she's going to be stepping down at some point uh, in the fall, that it would make sense that if there were a transition of power that the new person that was running Lucasfilm would also have to step in and review their projects. Just like we saw um, Walter Hamada do at DC when he stepped in for Jeff Johnson and Zack Snyder 
he had to step back and review everything that they were going to do and sort of organize things. So if that were the case, it wouldn't surprise me. But everything we know so far that Kathleen Kennedy will be the head honcho at Lucasfilm going forward. And if that's the case, it does seem a little, uh, a little drastic to do something of that nature, especially after Solo, which Solo... I mean, I didn't think Solo was a terrible movie, and I thought it was fine, you know, it could have been better, um, may have been, it's definitely the worst of the Disney Star Wars movies, but that's not, like, uh, an embarrassment, um, but the bigger disappointment with Solo came in the box office, and this feels like a reaction to the Solo box office, feels like maybe Disney and Lucasfilm are saying to themselves, we don't know how much people really want Star Wars movies like this right now. But I don't think that that's the. I, I don't think that that's the problem. I think. A lot of the problem that came with Solo isn't on the spinoff films. I think it. A lot of it happened with Episode Eight. I think Episode Eight, being. Very divisive, and polarizing rather, um, led to people not being as excited, and it, it being so close to Episode Eight led to people not being as excited for Solo. Now, if Episode 8 was great, um, people would go out to see Solo. I guarantee you people are going to go see Ant-Man and the Wasp because Infinity War was so good and so interesting. It may not do as good as Infinity War, but I feel like people will see it. So, there is a lot of reasons why, but I don't think that these reasons suggest that you should stop doing the spinoff films. And I know, Shamari, that you're someone that feels like they shouldn't have done a, a Solo movie in the beginning. So mm-hmm. the idea was a bad idea. It's not the idea of spinoff films. Yeah, it's yeah. I mean, I basically agree. Like, it doesn't make any sense for them to stop doing spinoff films. Rogue One was successful. Rogue One was a successful spinoff film, and it was a spinoff film that was questioned, similarly to Solo, though not as probably not as harshly criticized when it was announced. But it was people didn't know what to expect. I didn't know what to expect from Rogue One. I thought it could have been bad. I don't know. Yeah, I didn't know what to expect from it. Um, but it was very successful and they should have known going in that these are, were kind of like risky projects, some of them, but to mitigate the risk, you listen to what the fans want and they didn't do that here. I don't know why (laughs) no one asked for a solo movie online and really anywhere, no, everywhere that I, at least everywhere that I looked um, no one was asking, hey, we should get a Han Solo movie. Yeah. No one was asking for that. Um, so it's really strange that they would, you know, kind of reel, be reeling back from this, you know, from, from this thing that the Solo movie was a, was kind of to them a box office failure. Um, because no one asked for it. It's, it's like, it's very, it's a simple thing. Like you have to give the fans what they want. Um, like, it's, I don't think it's that complicated. So I don't know why this surprises them. Um, and I think they're reacting too, too fast to this. So, uh, so yeah, I don't know what the deal is at Lucasfilm. Um, so, so yeah, it is a very confusing situation. I mean, Tom Kane is a voice actor for, for Yoda in the Clone Wars uh came out and said that they're working on nine Star Wars movies. They said none of them is a Yoda spinoff, which is good. <laughs> yeah. In my opinion, I think that's very good news. Um 
They said they're working on nine uh, Star Wars movies, which, yeah. I mean, that's got to include something other than the Ryan Johnson trilogy and the Game of Thrones uh, guys' movies. Yeah. So it has to be other movies. Um, whether they're saga films or not, I don't know. But uh, I would guess that some of the, at least one of them is a Star Wars story spinoff. So, so yeah, this is very this, is a, 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 this whole situation is very confusing. And making Star Wars claims that um, Obi Wan uh, and Boba Fett could still live, but that they have canceled a a Moss Eisley spaceport movie, which I don't know. I don't think again nobody asked for a Moss a Moss Eisley uh, spaceport movie, but. That's what making Star Wars is saying. Is that a serious article? I, I believe so. <laughs> I believe. It's sad if that's really if that if they really considered making a most Eisley spaceport movie. Like, I feel so like that has to be a joke. The speculation has been that I know it, it maybe was, but the speculation has been that maybe that was supposed to be a Han Solo sequel. Um, that would be a terrible idea. It's a very like, good a very good thing that they canceled that. Yeah, I don't even know why they would admit to having ever thought of that. <laughs> yeah, no, right. that's how bad the idea is um but yeah i so yeah if that's if that's true that's very good news but it's also worrisome news that they thought a most eisley based movie would be a good idea like ever um i, I believe this is i believe this is true um well i mean it's a rumor so i can't say it's true but i believe that they're being serious in what they're saying that's really. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, people are running with, uh, you know, they they had planned to do a Moss Eisley spinoff. That's really that's crazy. They plan to do a Moss Eisley spinoff. I'm really glad they didn't make that. <laughs> that would that would have clearly tanked. Someone must have started yelling at at them. Someone in Lucasfilm must have been like, "What are you guys doing? Yeah. <laughs> don't do this movie." That's what I, that's what I would be doing. So yeah, Lucasfilm has kind of been all over the place right now. I'm hoping they can get it together. Um, you know, episode nine will be out soon enough. Uh, we shall see how that one how that one is. And what I will also say is that apparently um, there were some some details from uh, I believe it was Newsnet where they were talking about. Um, they were talking about this whole uh, this whole deal with uh, them shutting down these spinoff films, and uh, a lot of the sense was that uh, one, Di- Lucasfilm wanted to move this movie back to December, but Disney told them no uh, because they had other movies in December, and Disney's starting to walk into a little bit of a conundrum with having all these different properties eventually essentially uh competing against each other and once they buy 20th century fox i don't think they'll get even i don't think they'll get any easier uh for disney but um the idea is that they will also won't be be casting or be choosing any directors that are unproven or younger like lord and miller or maybe an unusual pick they're gonna go with proven veteran talent like Ron Howard going forward with these types of movies. Um, and 
essentially uh, that they're going to be having one one project per medium. So we all have in production. So we'll have episode nine for the live action stuff. That'll be their singular focus. They'll have Star Wars Resistance for the animation division. And they have John Favreau's show, which should be uh, starting filming uh, in the next couple of months. I mean, I think that makes sense. Um, I'm surprised that they didn't move Star Wars back. If they had, if they had foreseen something like this happening, because Star Wars is such an important property for them. I mean, they spend a lot of money on it, and they make so much money off of it that they wouldn't move it back because of something, some other movie that's not Dumbo. Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because of Dumbo or something. You know, it's a little surprising. But hey, you know, I I don't know how exactly how Hollywood yeah. works, how these studios how the work. Works. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. The mouse knows what it's doing. The mouse has a lot more money than I do. So. Uh, and apparently, like, they wanted more marketing or something along those lines. And they basically said that we're not going to give you guys extra build-up because they didn't want to mess up the build-up to Infinity War. They said Infinity War is going to get preferential treatment. So, yeah. But we'll see. I mean, that seems to be the latest drama in the Lucasfilm saga. Yeah, I mean, we'll see how all this shapes up. I mean, episode nine is their next project that's coming out next summer, correct? Or is that next, next May? Yeah, yeah, May. Yeah, so it's a summer movie. So we'll see how that one. We'll see how that one fares. Gut feeling, Shmar. Do you do you feel like we'll get Kenobi and Boba Fett anytime in the next two years? Next two years, or no. Or Boba Fett, no. So you think we're looking at twenty twenty one? Twenty twenty one or further? Yeah. For both those movies. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think they know what they're doing. Episode 9 is going to be the only Star Wars movie we get for like the next three years. Um, Two, three years. Yeah. I mean, yeah. (laughs) I mean, I guess we're getting spoiled by any movies every year, but. Yeah, I mean, and Episode 9 is supposed to be like their big kind of trilogy ender. Yeah, So, I mean, I don't think it would be a terrible thing if they took a. A, a year long hiatus to uh you know to get everything ready to start announcing things etc so yeah i think that's it um but yeah all right so so that was the uh kind of the big news at lucasfilm um we'll get back to them in a little bit but for now we're going to shift over to the gaming realm uh because e3 just happened last week um at e3 there was an EA conference at the EA conference. EA play. EA the play. Best conference of the week. <laughs> Definitely not the best conference of the week. Um, at EA play, they announced some things for uh, the Star Wars gaming world. So, um, so, so, so the well, they're both big news, but I, I think the 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 small kind of smaller news is that the upcoming DLC for Battlefront um, is Clone Wars DLC. So they confirmed Grievous, Dooku, Anakin, and Obi-Wan for this DLC, which is uh, spectacular, in my opinion. I think that's perfect. And they confirmed the Battle of Geonosis and Geonosis as a world, as a planet, which, I mean, I really, I th- I, I know the, the gaming world is always, has always kind of been harsh on this newer EA Battlefront franchise. Yep. I think they I think Dice has done a very good job. At least 
the people designing the gameplay. And because whenever I play the game, I'm like, this is Tatooine. <laughs> or like, this is Kamino. Like, it's just, it's crazy. It's amazing, honestly. How they're able to just bring these these fantasy environments to life. Um, and to, to, to make you a trooper or a battle droid or a rebel in these, in, like, it's really crazy. And for you to be able to play as like Maul, Darth Maul and Darth Sidious, I mean, it's, it's really, I don't know, it's really incredible. And the fact that we're getting Clone Wars era characters back, I mean, with that team, I think they're going to knock it out of the park. Yeah, I mean, that should be interesting. Uh, I want to definitely want to see these. They only showed the General Grievous, which is well. Yeah, they only showed the General Grievous concept art. Um, so I want to see what these other characters look like, uh, how they play, and what will differentiate themselves from other characters that wield the lightsaber, particularly Anakin and Obi Wan, compared to like Luke or Rey, and like what will be the major differences. But that should be very, very interesting. Um, I, I mean, again, I just want to see the gameplay from that, but. Even that, even I felt was the uh, the second story, um, but we also got something from Respawn, which would be very interesting. Yep, we got some news from Respawn. So we got, uh, well, finally we got some news from Respawn. I know, right? Um, uh, I mean, weren't we hearing before that they were like going out of, out of business or something? Was that was that another one? Visceral, right? Yeah, that was visceral. Yeah, that's yes, that's too bad. Uh, <laughs> uh, didn't mean to bring up that bad news, but but yeah, we finally got some news about this respawn game, which we hadn't heard, we had heard nothing about no. for so long, but we finally got some news from about that game. So, uh, so yeah, so the ga- the title of the game is Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. And it's it's uh, basically following a Padawan after the events of Episode Three, and it takes place between Episodes Three and Four, and it is coming out uh, next year during the holiday season. So, um, so yeah, it's very interesting. Um, Did yeah, I, I showed you the uh, the motion capture pictures of the kid wielding a lightsaber. Yes, yes. Um, against some sort of adult yep. wearing, uh, wielding a lightsaber. So, yep. uh, I mean, there's going to be some action, probably from sort of, so that was probably from some, some sort of cinematic, I would think. Um, but that also could have been from gameplay for all we know. Uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm interested to see what the story, uh, what's behind the story. Um, but it'll certainly be interesting. I'm, I'm sure I'll play it. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely gonna play it. I mean, I'm thinking they're gonna go for a like a, a very narrative centric um, story, similar to like the Force Unleashed, oh, yeah, where it's like a thinking. where it's like a new story, you know, uh, featuring familiar characters, etc. Like, I think Vader's supposed to be in this, right? Uh, no, I don't know. From what I had heard, the Vader comic was supposed to. There was supposed to be elements of the story in the Vader comic. Oh. From what I had heard. So, that will be interesting. Yeah, that'll be extremely interesting. So, we'll see. I imagine by the time that unfolds in the Vader comic, we'll know like more about the story. So, mm-hmm. when 
you know, you're reading it, you'll you'll realize, oh, this is the kid that's going to be in the game or blah 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 or whatever. Yeah. Um, happens. I don't think like you'll read the comic not knowing, and all of a sudden someone will show up in the game. You're like, oh, this is connected. And they might do that, but I I feel like it'll be the the former. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully it is the former because that would be that would be extremely cool. Um. But yeah, so I'm I'm very excited. I mean, this I, and we were saying before, and I mean, I was talking to you about this kind of. Uh, it sounds a lot like Kanan. You did. It yeah, sounds man. a whole lot like Kanan. I don't think it's gonna be Kanan. I don't think. I imagine that they want to do a new story. Yeah, I, yeah, that's what it seems like, and I think that would, if if done well, I think that would be more appealing. Right. I mean, Kanan would certainly be cool. Kanan would be cool. We already have comics. So. Yeah, we have comics. Yeah, exactly. We have comics telling a story. Um, I mean, it would be cool to play his story, but I also kind of want to play someone else. <laughs> you know, I kind of want a new story. And as developers and storytellers, I'm sure they want to tell their own story as right. well. So I expect it to be a new story. Uh, one that's probably similar to Kanan, but probably also different in a few ways, I would hope. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited. We should get more from this game at E3 next year for sure. This is coming out in the holiday season. And hopefully even earlier, maybe a play at the PlayStation, uh, maybe at you know uh, PSX here yeah. this year. Hopefully you get something. Um, so yeah, uh, we will keep you guys uh, updated with any any news that we get with regards to that game or any other uh, Star Wars games that are coming out. Um, so yeah, get jumping back into the film universe. There's rumor. There's rumors swirling around that uh lando himself billy d will make an appearance in um star wars episode 9 now this uh to me this would be this would be welcome i wouldn't be opposed to this in any way do i think that he will make the movie i honestly don't feel like he'll make or break the movie i think it'll be a good cameo i think he'll probably i think he could play a good role um, but I think the success or failure of this movie is dependent upon this new cast. Right. I don't think Billy D's inclusion can do much for the movie as a whole. So, yeah, I mean, I, I feel good about the, I feel, I think this is a good, um, thing. I think he's a good character to have in the story, but I don't think he's going to affect the movie in any kind of major way, personally. I mean, it's, it's, it'll be interesting. Uh, we obviously the Lando character is at its most popular after him being played by Donald Glover uh, and him being in these Battlefront games. They're really trying to explore that character some more. I mean, we, I mean, we're talking about doing a, a Lando Calrissian movie. We were speculating Finn is Lando's son. Lando's been a very uh, popular character the last couple of years for someone that hasn't showed up. I mean, he showed up in Solo, but someone. For the fact that Billy, D, despite the fact that Billy D. Williams hasn't shown up, so the return of Billy D. Williams makes sense in Episode Nine. Uh, remember, some people thought he'd be in Episode Eight, and he never showed up uh, to replace Han. Will he be in Episode Nine? I think there's a good chance, especially we don't know what they're gonna do with Leia, whether or not there'll be a recast, or whether or not there'll be an all-screen death or something along those lines. If there is an all-screen death, it would make sense for them to bring him back as that third elder character with no Luke, no Leia, no Han. 
So I think that that's something that they'll look into. And like I said, this character that all time high in terms of popularity. So uh, this feels like the right time to bring him back. Yeah, I mean, I I really hope they're not going for this Lando movie stuff. I mean, I feel like it's just Han Solo all over again, repeating yeah. itself. But, um, but yeah, I mean, if if this if that is what they want it to do, I think this would be, um, I think this would be a good move. And I think Lando's a very likable character, just as a character. <laughs> yeah. So I think that his inclusion, um, is only a good thing. Um, and you're right. It is a de- it is a good like uh, I wouldn't say PR, but it's a good like advertising tool for Lando as a major character in Lucasfilm going forward. But I just I don't know. I'm just waiting to hear more news about the movie itself. This doesn't make me any less anxious for <laughs> for Episode Nine. So yeah, I mean, I guess we'll see how that goes. Uh, all right. So moving on to um our clone wars review we promised you guys that we would review season one of the clone wars and we will do that so um some of the uh basically season one kind of introduces the the the, or reintroduces the characters anakin obi-wan you get used to their dynamic you're introduced to rex you know you see commander cody makes several appearances um uh, it's season one, and you know I kind of stand by what I, uh, how I felt before, and that in season one, um, by the end you kind of start liking Ahsoka, but for a good portion of it, I was like, all right, I don't know how I feel about Ahsoka. Right, right. You know, she's <laughs> like, uh, I don't know, kind of grated on my nerves a little bit. Um, I was kind of more focused on Anakin and Obi Wan, and I think the fact that they spent so much time on her. It was kind of like, oh, come on. I want to see more Anakin Obi-Wan, <laughs> yeah. you know. But um, but overall, I mean, I thought that I liked it. I mean, I enjoyed season one, It's it's which is crazy. I mean, because um, because I always talked about how the first season was kind of the one that was more lackluster. And the other seasons, it just kept getting better and better and better. Yeah. But even this season. Was I can't help but compare because Rebels is the only other animated one out there right now. The season was much better <laughs> than uh, Rebels. It just was. It was much better than Rebels. See, so I would, I would, all seasons of Rebels. I would say it's definitely much better than season one. Season two of Rebels was really good. So it was, but there was also so much so filler. Much, so much filler. Yeah, that's the only thing that makes it like balance. The high points of of, of Rebels, was, like. The, Season one of Clone Wars, I, I ha- didn't have any of the high points that right, yeah. Rebels had. Yeah. Um, I imagine it will at some point, but it also didn't have any of the low points that Rebels had. You know, Rebels season two, all these seasons of Rebels have had so many episodes that are so skippable and such a waste of time that they're they're a, a bore to watch. Yeah. So, and that's unfortunate. It's like, I waited a week for this? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, look, we got some good stuff in season one of Clone Wars. Um, well, I mean, I would say I, if I were to rate it out of 10, season one, I'd probably give, you know, a seven and a half, an eight. Um, but, you know, there's still there's still plenty of room to grow uh, as we get to more, you know, as we get to more actual arcs, story arcs, and more actual 
the plot of the actual series starts to unfold a little more. Um, you can definitely tell season one is a lot more connected to uh, the movies, the prequel movies. A lot of those characters show up. Um, you know, episode characters from episode one, episode two. Yeah. Um, before they start delving out to other stuff, you know, Mandalore and you know. Darth Maul and all that stuff. I mean, Darth Maul obviously from the prequels, but like, it's not as you know. You get more random characters. I feel like yeah from the prequels. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And, and I mean, characters are gonna pop up all over. Right. You know the whole series um, that you just forgot about. It's like, oh wow, what? <laughs> but um, but yeah, characters are gonna pop up all over. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, it does get better. I w- I would give it an eight. It's better than I remember. I would give it an 8 out of 10. I was like, wow, this is really... I, and I think it's just because Rebels kind of just set a, a kind of a lower bar. Point where it's like, I have to give it an 8. Right. You know? Which, I mean, it might be... I, I think I gave Season 2 like an 8.5 probably or something like that. So maybe I did like Season 2 of Rebels better. Uh, but, I don't know. You still with all the filler. Like, there's basically no filler in Clone Wars. Any filler there is... Is very interesting filler with lightsabers and <laughs> and battles and things that and and lore yeah. and all this other interesting stuff. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, season one I thought was very good. I mean, I immediately enjoyed the, all the clone characters, Rex, Cody, um, all the clones that were in involved in season one. Um, did uh, well, I was gonna ask real quick. Did you hear? Do you remember the show, or did you have you ever heard of the show Star Wars Detours? No. It was like a uh, animated series, uh, comic series, a comedy series that was supposed to be produced by uh, Seth Green, and you know it, it came out a long. It was supposed to come out like a long time ago, and apparently, like Lucasfilm, uh, like renewed like their trademark for Star Wars Detours. So people don't know whether or not that means they're going to, uh, whether there's some sort of formality that they're just doing, you know, administratively, or if this means that they're going to uh, revive the show in some capacity. Um, but, you know, some people have likened it to like a Robot Chicken Star Wars type of show or one of those I don't think they can do Robot Chicken Star Wars. Or, yeah, I mean, Robot Chicken, but like. <laughs> or, I mean, not, not like, I don't know if Disney would want. That's the to question. To do that kind of robot chicken Star Wars. That, that's the question. You know, it it um it might go on the streaming service uh, as a possibility, but I don't know. We'll see. But I just thought that was interesting that uh you know we're talking about the animated side of Star Wars, and that's something that may end up popping up with the new uh, comedy series. Yeah, I so mean, I mean, we it shall would have see. Not Canada, I would think. Yeah. Yeah, it would definitely be not canon. I mean, we'll see. I would kind of put that in the same category as uh, Yoda Chronicles, the Lego stuff. And yeah, Freemakers, Freemakers, and all that, all that stuff. I mean, it's kind of all, um, you know, Droid Tales. And that, that kind of all falls under the same umbrella of like non-canon kind of comedy right. related stuff. Um, and Seth Green's a funny guy. I like his content. So I mean, if it comes out good. I mean, we'll see where that lands if that happens. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, so we're we're gonna keep watching Clone Wars. We'll keep, you know, 
keeping you guys updated. Season 2 introduces a lot of very cool concepts and uh, interesting characters. So I'm looking forward to seeing Kendall's response to those. Um, and uh, we'll keep reviewing the seasons for you guys. Uh, but that'll do it for this show. Um, next show, I will definitely be caught up in some of the comic book series. So I'll be able to do that for you guys. And um, we will keep you guys updated with any other news that drops. If we get any updates on this Lucasfilm stuff. Uh, if we hear any other movies announced, any other character, any other characters appearing in any movies, we of course give you guys that that news as well. Um, so that'll do it for this episode. So I'm your host Shamari, joined by Kendo, and we'll see you guys next time. Peace. Everything you'll get through, just make the force be with you. Don't get along, get along.